Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Safe Space. Um, we are now continuing on this conversation of mental health awareness. It's the last week, so this is part three of the conversation. And um, I just want to say the weather is hot and I'm melting and I feel like I'm melting. I know you guys, uh, Amanda and Blessing, you guys just came out from outside. How is the weather? Hot. It's hot. Is it and then, um, yes. It's okay. And then you have people just like cutting leaves. I don't know how yeah. people do the weather. When I was walking up here, they were still cutting the leaves and a piece of wood just like breaking the leaves or I mean, cutting the leaves? You know, like, like those leaf cutter thingies. Yeah, yeah and they they're were, cutting the bushes, and they were still cutting them while we were walking by. And like, since I was sitting kind of in front of Blessing, the pieces of wood kind of hit my hand a lot, and it hurt more than I thought it was gonna hurt. But yeah, but a good you. thing is I got to see my ninth grade English teacher, and I missed her a lot, mm-hmm. so we got to catch up a little bit. We went shopping today, and Blessing bought such a cute top. Oh what do you guys went shopping for? Is that that's her birthday? So, what you guys buy? I bought a shirt because all my shirts are black. What did you buy for a special reason? Her birthday. <laughs> Try not to sound so like for her birthday. Her birthday. So are you guys doing something? Yes, we're going out and she wanted me to dress nice. And I don't have clothes to dress nice. Well, what are you guys going to do for your birthday? Going to a Korean restaurant. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm gonna dress nice and it took a while. Blessing, you know, she did a little bit for me. The only I, well, I hope you appreciated that she's dressing nice. I did. She bought a shirt that had pink with it. It had color in it. Just listen to that. Blessing. <laughs> I wish everybody could see Blessing's color. Like, color. That that is a one in a million. That is rare. That is once in the blue moon. I will be taking pictures and I will be putting it as my home screen for the whole time she's in Africa. I know. I know. You live for Africa next month. Yes. Yes, I do. How do you feel about that? I feel excited. Well, not for the heat, but everything but the heat. You don't sound excited. Uh, no, I'm tired. I'm sorry. Like three months. <laughs> Right, three, well, two months. I'm gonna be living my best life. Yeah. I know. I'm not happy about this. <laughs> I just remembered that you're leaving for, uh, you're leaving for two and a half, three months. I don't know. Do you really have to go? Yes. She might ship all the candy out there. <laughs> you ship candy out? Yeah, it's for goodie bags for the kids. All right. So, all right. So that's like you going. So that's fine. Hmm. That's already like you going. <laughs> You're, it's like, like, no. like that's part of you already went. So, no. it's like a portrait of yourself. Pretend I heard that. I'm so interested in themselves. FaceTime. Miss Layla. Zoom. Miss Layla. That's what we learned about in this. Miss Layla. I want to see that face to face. Plus, we have to great bury my grandma. So. Oh, okay, that's kind of really important. Okay, so I love like you said kinda. <laughs> When's that happen? When me and my brother get there. Okay, then you come back after. <laughs> no. <laughs> after the 
That's Who a said that Jimmy period isn't after the two months? <laughs> I mean, there's a freaking period. That's been, it is very sad. I'm acknowledging the sadness. And then come back. <laughs> I had to deal with these hooligans by myself. <laughs> you know what? You have Cynthia. Whoa, uh, what is that? Mean? Mean? What is Cynthia going to do? Okay, so... Cynthia can be sassy pants. I mean, she already has to deal with um, our teammates and they're... Yeah, well, Cynthia cracks me up. No, I love... Yeah. This is her first... This is like, she's the first time going back to Africa. This is my first time staying in New Jersey for the summer. First of all, this is not my first time. Not the first back. time. It's like the first time in a while. This is my first time staying in New Jersey for a while for the summer. I just... I don't know. I, I just... Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's safe for you to go yet. Corona's not over. Junior, it's not over yet, so you should say. I think she'll just miss you a lot, but she can't say it. I know, I said it. I'm going to write her love letters. <laughs> I wrote your love letters. It'll be fine. Alicia, uh, have me and Layla. I will have you, because you're actually, you're, you know, we're, we're building this relationship of you being nice to me, so. <laughs> and you'll have Marcus. I do, I have Marcus. Yeah. And so, so like, maybe next year, I don't know what's going to happen. You're probably just going to still have us next year. You'll have us next year. You'll have us next year until August. Well, most of us. Some of us yeah. will be leaving the state. I'm possibly gonna go to basic training during summer next year. So I probably won't be here. I'll be going to college next year, summer. Yeah. Well, August. What about you and people? How are you guys doing? How are you guys handling the heat? The heat is not that bad. Well, Nielsen, have you gone outside yet? Nielsen's still in his bedroom, probably. For the AC on. <laughs> Wait, you actually. Videos, <laughs> the AC I just saw. I closed the, yeah, I closed all the windows, closed the door, and I just chill in my room. I don't. When it's hot, I open the door, but it's not really hot he right opens now. opens the door. I'm chilling. It's not cold or anything. It's actually pretty warm, actually. It's yeah. warm. With the AC on, I'm sure. No, there's no AC. I'm just um laying down in my bed. Yeah, you got the fans though going. No, there's no fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'll help Marcus check out the scenery later. <laughs> okay. Marcus, go later on. Check it out. Let me know. Do some recon. Uh, Monica, how are you doing? Like, what am I doing for the summer? Well, just like, well, how are you doing now? Oh. I'm fine. It's just really hot. And like, I just want to be over with school. That's it. Yeah, it is hot, man. It went from like 70 to like, you know, scorching hot. I just, I just don't do well with heat. Yeah, like today I had to have my fan on because I, I literally couldn't. But girl, same. Is it me or is it like, it's not hot today? Because like, it's okay. Like, it's not hot. No, bro, it's, it's hot. hot. It is hot. This is hot to you? I literally, hot. the moment it, it hits like 82, and my AC is like on in the car. I'm like sitting there acting like I'm recreating Titanic when they're on the boat. Like, that's literally. It's... I know, like, like, to me, this is like really cool weather. Today's like a really cold day. Really cold? Huh? Yeah, like, it's not, it's not hot to me at all. For some reason, like, for me, being hot has to be like a heat wave. For me to call it hot. Okay. If you because you send that in the heat wave happens, I'm leaving you outside. I am. Like I used to like like when you come in, you like knock on the door and be like, mm-hmm, it's a heat wave, you stay outside. Like last year, I used to I used to play tennis out in heat waves for like hours straight. So I'm just I guess I'm just used to the heat. But mm-hmm. no, thank you. 
It's a cool day. Like it's very, it's, it has a nice breeze and everything. So we'll leave you outside. You too. And then child services are gonna keep knocking on our door and being like, "Why this is this child outside?" And be like, "She said it was cold." She said it was nice outside, so she just so we decided to let her stay late. <laughs> and she's like sticking to the ground, so hot out. <laughs> Listen, I'm a summer baby. I'm a summer baby too. Me too. I was born, let alone summer baby. I was born in Africa. What if you trying to say? If y'all were summer babies, you would be used to this. You wouldn't call this hot. This is not hot. First of all, she's not even a summer baby. She's a spring baby. Summer doesn't hit till June. You're a spring baby. Like, summer don't hit till June. Yeah. So, anyway. But I did experience this with heat. Hello. Hey, hands off. So, all right. So, let's. So, as now as we got this checking out of the way, let's talk about mental health. So the last two weeks, we've talked about stigma. We've talked about what mental health means to us. But let's just kind of like, let's just open the floor. Has you guys, have you guys just, what have you thought about the conversation thus far? Like for me personally, I thought the conversation was, it was a really good conversation. I learned a lot from it. And like the different viewpoints were really interesting about like, because for me, at first, like, in the beginning, when we started talking about the topic and everything, I really did not know what stigma was. Right. And, like, it, it had me thinking about, like, when we started doing the comparison between, like, um, people who has um, cancer and people who has a mental health issue. I never thought about, about it in that way. I never thought about it. And now, like, since y'all started giving that coaching, it's just, it's really interesting. Like, and yeah. now... For me, I think it's just now like really weird that we don't think mental health is a norm for me. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like that conversation, you know, it's it's funny how we always go back to language, right? Um, how we describe things. And that goes back to even as far as last month. Remember how we talked about how we describe victims, you know? It always comes back down to language. And how we choose to normalize certain things and how we choose not to normalize certain things. So somebody who might be just, who might be suffering from depression, uh, depression looks different on everybody. So, you know, it might be harder for some people to talk about depression and it might not be hard for some people to talk about depression, but because we don't normalize it and we don't talk about it enough, it could be because think about it. So when somebody's depressed, what are some adjectives that we think of? Quiet. Okay, quiet. Annoying. We think they're like annoying. They're crazy. Mm-hmm. They're um not normal. Not normal, crazy. Uh what do you what do you guys Zoom people? What do you guys think? Um, like they're unorganized, maybe unorganized sad all the time sad all the time angry angry Lost cause. Lost cause. Emotional. Emo- Yo, let me say something, bro. Oh, they- sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nielsen. No, they said emotional, sad, 
all of that. I was gonna say that. Broken. I, I was say Ableton mute fast enough. Broken. What, what happened? I didn't hear the last part you said, Nielsen. Broken. What did he say? Broken. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but really, I'm suffering depression. Could be some of those things. But it's but somebody who's who has depression is your average person, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's somebody who could be dealing with some chemical imbalances of bouts of sadness. Somebody who, you know, who's just struggling with everyday things. So why is it so hard? You know, when you have a cut, you go and you put a bandaid on it, right? But when you're feeling sad, why don't we go off and we, why don't we go off and we don't talk to people? Why is it so hard for us? Because it's easier to put a bandaid on. It's easy, right. It's easier to put a bandaid on. And, but it's hard for us to say, hey, I'm, I'm hurting. You know, I've got, I've got stuff happening. But is it our culture? Is, there, is it our society culture to say, we can't talk about it? No, just our pride. What did you say, Pedro? Our pride. Our pride? Okay. But- yeah, because um, some people never want to put their pride aside and seem vulnerable because like if they're vulnerable that means they can be taken advantage of or um people just don't like showing showing themselves like they don't people don't wait hold on hold on hold on hold on okay so people don't yeah i got y'all just give me just give me oh he's trying to say like people don't like have the some people don't have the ability to like show their emotions out to others that's what he's trying to say right thank you no, but it's true though. Yeah, people have that difficulty. Marcus is no sense mind reader. And I, I that I've I've become come to realize is that he's he knows how to get to his brainwave. But it's true though. That is also true. So how do we but I mean but just does our society normalize that though? Like, does our society say, hey, it's okay to go off and talk about things? It really doesn't because we have, like, throughout our lives, there's a lot of things. For instance, we have to deal with gender roles that people play in, which can affect whether you can show your mental, like, the things that you're dealing with mentally and how much stuff you have to hide through people trying to, like, be that strong person that society wants you to be. Right. Which is the overall problem is that society is making all of these judgments upon people, which is binding them from not letting them have the ability to shut off the feelings that they are dealing with and not being able to speak out to others about it. That's so true. And that you hit a key point. Generals. Society always says um just suck it up and move on with your life and stuff like that. You don't they don't force you to like deal with your like they don't know they don't normalize a person dealing with their emotions and asking for help. They they normalize like you doing everything by yourself or keep, keeping secrets from everyone and then 
when someone asks you for help, you li- you would lie to them and say, oh, or or like when someone say if you're okay, you would lie to them and say you're okay when you know you're not. Right. Because um, because people, I'm not going to lie, pe- sometimes people, it's hard for people to accept other people. So when you actually come out and tell somebody something, you don't know what they might say or th- if they're going to accept you for who you are or if they're going to judge you. So, and nobody likes get, being judged, especially when they're trying to, trying to express themselves and be honest with the person that they trust. You know what I mean? Right. Yes, it's true. It's true. It's not, we haven't, we have not created that safe environment for people. It is absolutely true. And what I was going to say before I touch on that, it's, you said something about gender roles. Think about how we tell our young men when they grow, when you guys grow up. I mean, I don't know about you guys, to my, I'm speaking to my men. How many times did your parents say boys don't cry? Almost every day. I mean, my parents don't say that. Like, when you guys cry, I've never heard my. I've never. I mean, my parents say it when he cries, like for dumb stuff. Yeah. Like, say he didn't get a candy that he wanted. That they would say you're not supposed to cry over things like that. But if it's something like he's going through something, yeah, then they tell him like let it out, like it's okay to cry. That's and that's awesome to let them learn how to emotionally but they don't like it when he cries over petty stuff what you gonna say nielsen um i i don't know but i I don't remember but i've never heard my dad say oh don't cry about this and that because he always like because i've seen my dad crying he barely cries you know what i mean he barely cries and when he does it speaks volumes because he he never cries you know what i mean he never cries and when he cries it it shows that he can be vulnerable now you can ask for help and stuff like that. So that's what I can see. That's what I see. That's awesome that you're. I've, he've never. He's never told me. Oh, don't cry about this and that. When I'm crying, he tells me what's wrong, and then he asks me for. And then he talks to me about it and tells me to explain why I'm crying and this and that. That's good that your your parents helped you with that emotional understanding because not some people didn't get that, you know, um, because it was. I know either with you know parents certain parents have said like helping dealing with that emotional regulation of like this is not you know you kind of learn how to tough it through especially with men you learn to tough it through because how many times when you see a boy guy be emotional rare like be really emotional tv shows i know a lot of males are emotional they just don't show it it's the thing that when you suppress your okay, so... I'm making out with the mic. I, that's what I want to say. So I feel like when oh my god, it's so, so weird. Ugh. It's all good. I feel like when um boys don't show their emotions, it shows because they're suppressing it. So it speaks out to other things like acting out not listening not talking to anybody and always trying to fight things on your own yeah which makes them immature which makes them overreact to small stuff because now they don't know how to handle emotions so they're acting like a toddler in an 18 year old body and that usually what that's usually what happens when they feel forced to be the man at an early age like let's say you have a single mom right and you're the only son you're forced to feel like a man at an early age and you try to toughen up like what you think a man is so you don't have any time for your emotions so when you get older 
you become emotional like you act like a spoiled kid basically mm -hmm. because you're getting mad over small stuff you don't know how to handle your emotions and everything and then get angry easily and that happens to a lot of people and that's why a lot of boys and a lot of males are like really angry all the time really emotional which can lead to god forbid you know um harassment abuse and things like that yeah so i feel like when it comes to emotions everyone should have like my little brother he gets so you know emotional a lot lately because he doesn't know how to control his emotions because I see, like, you know, the big gender gap between my dad and my brother. Yeah. And I'm missing out at dinner, and I told my dad, I was like, Dad, I'm bisexual. And then he was like, oh, okay, that's no problem. But my little brother, he was like, Dad, I'm gay. And he got punched in the shoulder. He said that he going to be gay because he was a boy. But I could be because I was a female. Right, so it's like gender role. Yeah, because apparently when females are, you know, gay or anything, like, it's hot, you know, it's right. pretty, it's attractive, but when boys are, you know, it's not attractive, it's hot, it's stupid, you know, they're just thinking wrong, you know, and the thing is that a lot of males are feminine, and they get confused with, like, liking other boys, because they're not supposed to be feminine, and it's always, like, you know, female power, and, you know, you can rock this, and blah, 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 right. but guys can't do this anymore. yeah and that happens to me and my brother like my brother is allowed to have how many girlfriends he wants yeah if they look through his phone and they see him you know sending inappropriate messages to other girls doing this that and the third he won't get in trouble but if i was sitting caught doing that i would be in trouble right yeah i mean it, it falls back into gender roles mm -hmm. that, that's about gender roles yeah totally uh monica you've been very quiet about a lot of stuff what do you think? Um, I would have to agree a lot with the gender rules and with how men are like kind of pushed not to yeah. cry over the feelings when like to me that like never really made sense. And I uh, actually like I'd want to like know who started that whole thing because like it had to like date back to like years ago. And it's like it's weird to me because like men and women are both humans and humans display emotions the same it's just i don't know i like i never really understood how that came to be a thing right that's true because like so think about it like when we see females cry we're like that's okay she's a girl she can cry and stuff like that so yeah i thank you guys for like touching on that subject with everybody um so i well, um, some, some, some questions I posted on our Instagram. So some people had, um, so I'm gonna ask you guys, I thought it was a nice way to end this section of our, uh, this conversation. So one of the question was, how do we, how do we show empathy with people with uh, mental health issues? Say that one more time. How do we show empathy with individuals with mental health issues? Listen to them and try to understand them. Yeah. I think just like, because the fact that you know that you don't struggle with it doesn't mean like 
you can't be an ally towards them. And I feel like that's the number one thing they need is just someone who actually understands like what they're going through and knows that like knows how to help them and actually, you know, how to maybe like some coping met like mechanisms or like things like that. Totally agree with Monica to add on. I will like for me personally, if I was in a case where I don't know what they're dealing with or like I don't know, I can't really relate to like the different things that they have experienced. I will try my best to say that I'm there for them and just let them know that there are people that will support you. And if people try to bring you down, don't listen to them. There, there are always, it will always be a person out there that will care for you, that will love you, and that will accept you for who you are. I love that. So that, that support, showing that empathy and some things like that. Um, the other question, how to cope with anxiety and depression one was with everyday life and then in school anxiety and depression that was a tough one so that's a tough so i'm just that's i'm assuming that's from a student so how do you all deal with anxiety and depression i can take this one um, all right go ahead me when i'm feeling depressed or have or anything i watch anime listen to music or i just buy one tiktok <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, for me, like, how I deal with depression is that, like, depending on the case, if I'm, like, depressed on, like, one single thing, I just look at memes, because they're a great thing. I, I'll either, like, try to, like, if I'll try to see how, like, my body is, and I'm tired or not, if, like, my brain is not in the right shape or mind, I'll just go to sleep and try to, like, like, recuperate my energy and everything, just... I just I'll either or like I'll just chill do something like on my computer that's fun or anything or just try to find new things to do that are interesting for me so great yeah. awesome um hey, I have one okay I slam into people in the cross that's also a good one mm-hmm. sports we'll say sports <laughs> um okay the other one um okay the other one was how do you help a friend who's struggling with mental health issues that's a tough one that was the last one well the best thing you could do for that person is just listen to what they're saying just be there for them it's all about all you can do you're done mental yeah um, for me, if to help a friend with mental health issues is that one thing that I'll try to keep in check is that I'm not going to try to push them to leak more information than they have to. I'll try to make sure make sure that they're rel- they're able to relax beside me. They're able to talk about whatever they want to talk to talk about. And if there's information which they don't want to discuss about, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm like, it's going to be fine. You can 
when you're ready, you can tell me. I'm just gonna be chill with it. I'm not gonna try to like be like, oh, why don't you tell me I'm your friend and all that? No, you have to make sure that they're comfortable in like what they want to say, they can say to you. If they have things which they don't want to say to you, then that's their choice. Yeah. Yeah, like consent is like a reoccurring theme that I feel like people don't really understand. And having your friend be comfortable with what they're sharing is really important for the you know relationship to actually work because you don't want to push them to a certain level where they're just forcing the information because they feel like you won't be their friend or something like that. You want them to be like, to trust you enough for one, to tell you things that are happening in their life and to feel comfortable with sharing stuff like that. Because some people do feel like, their friends would, you know, go and tell other people if they know the things that they're doing and they don't want to get in trouble because maybe their parents are the same people that are like abusing them or like hurting them in that type of way. So they don't want to get in trouble with those people who have authority. Yeah, mostly it's like, it's like trusting it because like most people I know like would talk to um, their friends, like yeah. their best friends and then the best friends will go tell someone else. And then that's what, that's, that's what the kids that have depression don't want. And that's why they don't tell people their depressions and their um, anxiety and all this stuff. But then um, sometimes I think it's because they also don't, don't want to go to therapy because I know that um, this is hard. It is hard. Yeah. So how do you guys, my question is for you guys, listen to you guys hear this. I'm sure you guys have dealt with friends who suffered with really hard anxiety and depression. How do you guys handle it? How do you guys take that on? Like for me, um, ways that I'll try to handle it is that I'll try to like have a conversation with them on a daily basis. If they don't want to like talk or anything, then I'll like leave them enough alone and then come back the next day to try to see how they are and like just keep telling them that if you need anything, I'm here. By doing that and like. For me, I'll just try my best to, like, like I said before, if they don't want to share anything, it's fine with me. I'm going to just try to first develop that trust. Yeah. And once I'm able to develop that trust, I won't, like, place judgment on, like, the things that they say. I'll give, like, my personal opinions about it. But I'll try to, like, remind them several times that you don't have to do this if you don't feel as though you should. You don't want to do it because I want to make sure that like when I'm giving my personal like thoughts and everything, I don't want to make it as though it's like I'm forcing them to do something. Right. So yeah. That's great. Go ahead. I'm everybody's feet therapist. Apparently, I just get spammed, and I think I guess the way I talk helps people. So we just have conversations. And then they feel better. And I think that's pretty much it. And I think that I'm, like, so used to, like, talking to people about, like, this certain stuff. And it's all different people, like, all different types of people. So, like, when I'm really talking to them, I just get used to, you know, okay, I know how this person is. This is how I should say it. Or I know how this person is. This is how I should say it. So I'm just, after a while, I just naturally got better at giving advice. And I also learned some um, good, healthy coping mechanisms over the few years that I share with other people. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that works. Like 
for some people and my friends who have like um bad habits of you know hurting themselves yeah. i should just say you know get like your favorite color marker and just write positive things on your arms until you just forget about it so like all their arms like from their wrists to their shoulders would just be printed in marker which would you know be better than hurting yourself how do you guys deal with a friend who's doing self-harm what do you do I haven't experienced that before, so like, what I will try to do is like, I'll try to like give them as much time as they want to like talk about things that they're dealing with and everything. And like, if there's any way, like, just try to find any way I can help with anything. Like, if you need help with, because I have a friend, they might have to deal with overall schoolwork and everything, since I'm good at that. I'll try my best to like help them in that basis, like just making like I'll tell them like if you need time off of school, just take the time off. Like your health, your mental health come, becomes before school. You can't if you can't really focus on the things that are happening on school. Then at this point, just try to take a break, try to relieve your body, re relieve your mind, and and then retract everything you need help with and i'll be there when you need that help because we're friends you should have similar classes i can give you the notes that you need and everything so yeah it's hard what about uh zoom people have you ever guys had to deal with someone who's self-harmed before actually i have in like middle school and when my friend, like, she told me about what she did, I just felt really guilty because I feel like, I felt like maybe I didn't, like, say something or maybe I just wasn't there for her in order to stop it. And I ended up um, telling, like, an adult, like, an adult I trusted in the school because, like, I didn't want her to do it again because, like, she was, she was just, like, showing me, but, like, she didn't want me to tell anyone, but I felt inclined to. Um, so I did tell someone, but she she didn't like that, and she was like pretty angry at me. But I feel like I still did the right thing. You did. I'll tell you now, you did the right thing. You know, because um, at middle school, when you guys are in middle school, that's definitely beyond your. Oh yeah, you have a story. So I was in. Yeah. Um, it was last year. I was in ten tenth grade. Every single day in the class, the girl would always say she wanted to kill herself. And that she was having a bad day and that she hated herself. She would say that every time we had class. And we had that class every day. So one of the days, I was she's one of the days she said it. I was like, I went up to the teacher and I told the teacher. She got she got mad at me and never spoke to me again. So I was like, I did the right thing. So I don't know what you what you mad at me for. I tried to apologize, but she she still wouldn't talk to me. So I just left her alone. I mean the worst thing is if you didn't do something and then she did something. Yeah, because imagine if I didn't do, God forbid, and then something happened to her, I would have felt guilty. Exactly. And I would have said, oh, why didn't I just tell tell a teacher or somebody to help, to get her help? And that would have been bad. So. Yeah, good for you guys. Good for you, you guys for saying something and having the courage to say something. I'm very proud of you guys. Very proud of you both. Proud of all of you, you know? This is not an easy subject. 
Also, you should never blame yourself for something that somebody else does. Because even if you do try to help them and they end up doing it themselves, that is not your fault because you are not a licensed therapist. We are not adults. And we, and sometimes when you put pressure on people, it's really hard to know what to do, what to say, or how to act, especially when it's your first time. So you should never feel guilty because that could also leave your mental health in chaos. Can I? Let's talk about real quick um, the difference between self, why do people think self love, self care is trying? Why do people think that you're being self centered? You know, because self care is important, right? Um, and more than ever, we emphasize on taking care of ourselves. But when we start taking care of ourselves, people start saying, well, you're being self-centered. Why are you being so self-centered? Why, why do you think that's a thing? Let's talk about that for a minute or so. Um, the reason why I think that's a thing is because a lot of people don't really know how to take care of themselves. So they always, like, a lot of people need someone to take care of them, like, give them that support and strides and everything. So, because, like, like we stated before, mental issues, like, mental health and everything, it's not a norm. We, it's not something, like, we can go to, we can go to somebody and, like, they will help a lot, help. Yeah. But So since that's not the case, a lot of people don't know really what to do. Like they burden all of the like the emotions that they're feeling inside of them, which like they don't have anyone to like help them or anything. And then once they start experiencing all of these like just not having their mind in the right place and everything, that's when like they need that support role. And like since people are like, oh, people really don't really um take care of like themselves to like a good extent where like their minds are capable to like function really well i feel as though like people just need someone to take care of like help them with that side of the part where like they're like the person is suffering and everything so yeah 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 definitely jonathan you have anything about self-care Mm, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, some people, self-care, why it's important, and why people think that you're being self-centered. Um, I actually hear that a lot. People are like, um, like for instance, say you just like got out of like a bad toxic friendship and like you just want to prioritize yourself because, you know, that would make you feel better. And like people are like, oh, but you know, you're not looking at at it from like their side of view like you're kind of being selfish like you don't know what they're going through or you don't know if they need friends too but it's like but if that person is the person who hurt you why are you still focusing your attention on them you should care more about yourself and how you're doing because they're the one who actually hurt you I feel like if they were you know real friends then they wouldn't have done that in the first place yeah very true very very true Thank you for sharing that. 
boys, do you have anything on self-care? And people think you're being self-centered? Nielsen, Pentel. Okay, so this is our, so people always want to, like people, yeah, so like self-care and stuff like that. People want to see that um you're always below them. So as soon as you start changing for the better, they tell you that you've changed or you're not, or you're different or you're not acting the same or you're, you're acting a certain way towards them. And they, they feel threatened because you, you actually put putting yourself first now. You're sticking up for yourself. You love yourself now, and um, you you're not gonna let them do anything to you, and they and they and they are mad about that because before they could use you, manipulate you, and do whatever they want to you, but now that you've grown to love yourself, they can't do the, They can't do that anymore. Right. Very true. That's a really good point. Once you start changing for the better and taking care of yourself, people don't like when you change because a lot of it does come back to control. Very good point. Anybody going once, going twice? Okay, so um, that is actually, we're wrapping up on this part of the conversation on mental health. Um, I think this was a really great conversation and I appreciate everybody's honesty on this. And I know it was a hard conversation and you guys had a lot of courage in speaking up and sharing your thoughts on this. And I really, um, uh, you guys really put yourselves out there and it's not easy. You know, you guys come here week after week and share things and I appreciate that. And, you know, your truth is important. And I always say that because who else is gonna do it, right? So thank you. Um, so I thought instead of a last thought, last minute thought, I thought you guys can say one thing, something you do for self-care. So we'll do it that way, if you guys don't mind. Something that you do for self-care or you can suggest for someone to do for self-care. Um. Yeah. So hands up, you want to start us off or... Sure, why not? Um, okay, so what do you give us just one your last minute thought for self care? Well, the way I the way I deal with my issues is just I just you know forget about them. Just go watch anime, do work, or just you know just laugh it off. I usually just when I'm sad or when I'm I don't know somebody hurt me, I just watch anime. Then after that, twenty minutes or three episodes in, I've already forgotten what I was mad or sad about. Then I come out. I go eat my mother's food and go off and I completely forgot what was going on. Basically, I just do my group by watching anime. Awesome. Thank you so much. I awesome. said the same thing. <laughs> we're not we're not there yet, Nelson. Unless you want to go next. No, we might turn. Okay. What are you, Marcus? Learn to deal with your self-care. Just don't let anything preoccupy your schedule and what you have planned for yourself. And continue to just be yourself and don't let anyone try to disrupt your time in your place. Jonathan, do you have anything that you do for self-care? Eat. Eat. Eat? Yeah. 
belly full is good for self-care. Amanda, what's your self-care? Uh, well, usually I haven't been able to do anything because by the time I get home, I pass right out. But if you had time for self-care. Um, what I would usually do, I would meditate, um, clean my face, maybe go out for a walk, you know, go on a date with myself. I love going on a date with myself, you know, watching movies or going to the park, going to get a bite to eat by myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Okay. But that's nice. Okay. So self-care, taking care of yourself physically, that I like that. And being with yourself, that's a good one. Um, Nielsen or Monica? What I do is usually um, watch movies or I go to work. Like, I feel like when you're just away from that environment that even made you feel that way, you kind of forget about it. When you just surround yourself by people who don't know the situation so they're not constantly in your head talking about it like it's so much more relaxing okay being away from the situation and separating yourself okay I like that for self-care nice all right nielsen last but not least time for me to shine <laughs> okay okay so me when i'm in like when i'm having an argument with a person and then like we're, we stated our opinions about it, then we're going back and forth, and, I'm, and I get annoyed. I just say, okay, you win, <laughs> and then I go about my day, because like, I, I hate arguing with people, because it's it's annoying. It's annoying, because why are you going back and forth with me? We are, You already stated the same thing like seven times already. I did the same. Go about your day and leave me alone, or I just say, oh, well, enjoy your day, <laughs> and then I say bye with a wave. wave emoji. Or you could also say, if you win, you could buy me food. No, I don't want no food. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I just like I just vibe and um do me. Watch. I started. I started watching Netflix videos and stuff. Not Netflix. I mean Netflix shows. Cause I I I used to hate on them. Every time my sister would watch them, I I used to be like, Why are you watching this show? It's so long. It's 47 minutes long. And this, but it's actually good now. So I'm chilling, vibing, enjoying myself, doing homework so I don't fail. And just being being me. There you go. Do you. That's right. That's a good self-care right there, Nielsen. Thank you. Um, all right. Now I am the last but least. Uh so my self-care is just be creative. And that's all I got for my self-care. And, um, and read, read and be creative. Um, so this is our final episode on mental health awareness. I have no idea what we're doing for next month. Hopefully I'll figure it out by the end of tonight. And uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Safe Space. I wanna thank everyone for listening. Uh, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. And that's it. And you can check us out again uh, next week. We'll be in your ears. See you later. Bye. Bye.